Welcome to All Axes. My name is Teelan Henderson and I'll be your host. Today we'll be discussing Mazak's All Axes live virtual event on September 23rd at 11 a.m. Joining me today to discuss what Mazak will be demonstrating at the event is David Wilson, Hybrid Manufacturing's Applications Engineer, who will be showcasing the VC500 5-axis hotwire deposition machine, Mark Vaughn, Applications Engineer, who will be demonstrating the capabilities of the QuickTurn 250 MSY, Joe Sanders, Sales Engineering Assistant Manager, to talk about spindle health monitoring, and Nathan Vickers, North Central Region Applications Engineer, who will be exhibiting the HCN 5000 with an MPP system. Gentlemen, thank you for joining us today. Okay, Nathan, so you'll be presenting the HCN 5000 with the multi-pallet pool at All Axes Live. Uh, can you describe this system to me? Sure, so the HCN 5000 is gonna be our horizontal machine. Um, it currently has the high torque spindle on it, uh, 14K spindle. Um, 500 millimeter table on it. And then our, of course, our MPP system. Now that one is our standard um, option, 10 pallets on it. Um, you do have an option for 16 total. Um, mm -hmm. This one on the floor will be just our standard 10 with one loader. So how does the MPP system differ from other types of automation that we've seen with machines? Oh, so that's a great question. So, so the MPP system, which is our multi-pallet system um, that we'll have on the HCN, um, it's more designed one for, for shops that don't have a lot of floor space. Okay. Um, so the MPP is more of our compact footprint automation solution. Um, I think it's said that make up to 40% less um, room or footprint yeah. that it takes up. Um, or shops that might not have a really high productivity rate, mm -hmm. um, but still want to increase it from what they currently have, or if they want to get into running lights out. Um, it's definitely a really good option. Right. So it, it, it's a system where an operator uh, loads parts onto a pallet and the pallets are fed in and out, but we can stack it higher reducing floor space versus other automation systems. That is correct. So our standard is a 10. So you have five pallets on the lower level, five yeah. on the upper. Okay. And then with our, our 16, it'd be eight and eight. Interesting. And can you tell me about the demo we'll be cutting? So the demo is going to be a prototype of a cylinder head. Um, we'll have four ops utilizing four different pallets and fixtures. Okay, David, I'm going to move on to you. Uh, you'll be showing off the VC500 5-axis hot wire deposition machine. So what are they doing with the machine at Oak Ridge? So Oak Ridge, uh, it, it kind of works out like this. Uh, Mazak, along with Lincoln Electric and Laser Mechanical Systems, created this monster. And uh, Oak Ridge is more or less helping us tame it. Uh, <laughs> they have an entire staff of material scientists and uh, researchers, um, all sorts of tomography, X-ray equipment. Uh, they even have the neutron source, which they can blast at samples that we print to turn out and, and uh, um, more or less look at the uh, the structure of the parts that we're building. So while we're very good at building machines, they're very good at finding our applications for American industry and also helping to create standards for the components that we're building. Nobody else is doing what we're doing right now and they're helping us to introduce it into the that's industry. Interesting. That's really that, that that's really being right on the forefront there. Mm -hmm. So uh, okay, so how does hot wire deposition uh, differ from say working with powder? Well, uh, I would say right on its face the most obvious differences are um, the uh, the cost and safety of it all. The hot wire machine, uh, if it comes in a welding wire form, 
which is virtually any metallic material that you can think of, we can pretty much build with it in the hot wire machine. Now we do some have some material limitations with the current machine, but mm -hmm. uh, um, we're working on eliminating those and uh, really just makes uh, ease of use um, safer for the operator. What, what kind of demonstration will we be showing at all axes live? And so we're actually really excited about this demonstration. It's going to be a, um, a proof of concept geometry for a propulsor for a maritime um, application. Think of it like a big propeller on a ship. Mm -hmm. um, currently, uh, large propellers on, say, Navy ships or um, international freighters, things like that, there's like two companies in the world that actually make them, and there's about a three-year lead time to get those propellers that go through in a complex casting process um, and then a hand finishing process. And they're very complex and very expensive uh, without eliminating the need for the casting or the need for an excess amount of raw material for a, like a raw machining um, process. Yeah. Uh, we're able to build these propulsors in a, a really surprisingly short amount of time and then finish them. And uh, that's the beauty of our machine is we can build and then finish all in one setup. Nobody else okay. can do that. Joe, can you tell me a little bit about Spindle Health Monitoring? What is it? Uh, spindle Health Monitoring is uh, our new new venture into making the machine smarter. Mm -hmm. Basically, in the past, when a machine, you know, spindle would fail, you have to let's get the operator to actually listen to it. You start seeing uh, problems in your parts, and basically, it's time and money lost at that point. Right. Basically, with today's technology, uh, we're using AI technology that uh, we've been partnered with the University of Cincinnati IMS group mm -hmm. to basically help us build algorithms to predict the failure points of our spindles. Um, for the last uh, two years, we've been doing destructive testing, uh, non-destructive testing, and recording huge data sets to basically come up with foolproof processes to analyze when a spindle is going to fail. How does the spindle health monitoring system learn? Okay, basically, um, using AI technology, we have created a spindle signature for each spindle. We take high volumes of data and basically um, map out the spindle um, using uh, data cleaning, segmentation, and feature extraction to pull out the specific um, specific features that will actually uh, pinpoint when a failure is occurring. Um, through our historical data, we compare the current model to mm -hmm. the existing model and then chart the degradation as it occurs. So it, it, it learns, it, it gathers data and creates patterns for each individual spindle while having a database to compare spindles to uh, of spindles that have failed in the past. Yes, and then the biggest feature is that it continually learns from its own signature. As each time as the you run the data data check, which is actually just a 60 second check of a free crying spindle, um, mm. then from there it analyzes the data and basically compares it to uh, the previous features, to the new features, to the historical data. Interesting. We're giving you a way to remotely monitor all this. So this is what gives you a chance to be preemptive, get that spindle on order before complete failure and get somebody in to look at it. Okay, Mark, the QT250 MSY. The MSY means there's milling on the turret, there's a second spindle, and there's a Y-axis. Now, why would a customer want these options instead of just buying a basic lathe? Well, basically, it would keep you from going to a... Uh a machine or a milling operation for your second op. Mm -hmm. uh, 
Also, you would have um, less scrap setup parts going from operation to operation on the same part. Oh, well, what, why is that? Uh, because usually when you go to do setup for your second op, third op, or fourth op, mm -hmm. you have a setup pieces, and sometimes you might use one or two setup pieces, get the part dialed in for your next operation. Got it. Got it. So you need warm-ups when, when doing setups. Correct. Um, interesting. And and when you when you have the second spindle, uh, what's the direct benefit of that? Well, you get a more qualified, uh, accurate part, you know, from one spindle passing off to the next spindle uh, doing that uh, okay. versus uh, going to a another machine and setting up off a previous machine surface. Got it. Because, because you're locating off the same position that you located on the first spindle. Correct. Correct. And, and and reducing those human touches, really getting it done in one, right? Yes. Good. So, uh, can you tell us a little bit about the demo we're going to be running at All Axes Live? Uh, the demo is a uh, made out of stainless steel. Mm -hmm. uh, it's showing uh, a lot of the functions on the QT MSY machine. Mm -hmm. uh, we're using Y axis to mill around the part. Also, we're using X and C axis do the do the same planes going around the part. So it's showing you you can use Y axis or X and C using those a square shape going around the part. Oh, you can do either you can do either or. Guys, thank you for the preview of what we can expect at the event. And thank you for listening. Please join us on September 23rd at 11 a.m. To register for the event, visit mazakusa.com backslash all axes live.